Walker with us this morning as we get ready to spend some special time hearing from our youngsters as they remind us of uh, what Christmas is all about, the intention, the purpose. But before we do that, we want to share a few things to prepare us for this time of celebration and recognition of who Jesus is and what he has done. In Matthew chapter 1, he uses this particular terminology. It says, Mary will give birth to a son, and you, Joseph, are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the prophets had already said and the Lord had spoken through them. When he shared this, the virgin will conceive, give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. When we talk about the names of Jesus, we go all the way back to Isaiah and we find these varieties of names that clarify to us who he was and what he was about. Many of you have names that actually mean something. If you're me, my name is Lee and it means uh, water by a meadow. In other words, my mom had no clue. She just said, that sounds like a good name. We'll name him Lee. In fact, on my birth certificate, it actually has lathed. It has a T on the end of the H. And my mom used to always call me, because she was from Tennessee, and she'd say, lathed. And I'd go, lathed? Mom, I thought my name was, oh, no, your name's Lee. Well, why do you call me lathed? She said, well, that's just what I do. I had my name... Clarified, So now my birth certificate actually reads L-E-I-G-H, Lee. There's no longer a T on the end of it. So it's, it's interesting names, though, isn't it? How do you name your children? How did you choose to name your child? Some of you named it because it was, it was grandfather's name or mom's name, and you wanted to honor them. Some of you had a specific reason. So when we named our children, our first, our, our first child was named Joy. So that made sense. So joy was the first one. And the second one should have been faith or hope or something like that. But we went with Danielle. Someone said, Danielle, that's not even big. Well, it was supposed to be Daniel. <laughs> so, you know, we had faith. <laughs> not enough. So it, it, Daniel turned into Danielle, which is a beautiful name and we enjoyed that, but that's the reason for her name. And then we had David, so you got that, nice biblical name, as a particular reference about lover of God. And then we had John. So we had these particular names that were very specific and intentional, that we wanted God to honor them, because we recognize that oftentimes a name declares a potential. Moses, remember Named Moses, many of you remember. Now he was had a special name. It means to draw out. But the reason that he was given the name to draw out, if you think back to the story, was because he was in the water in a small little boat, you might call it, a little baby boat. And the princess turned to, in this case, it was a, the mom in this case, and said, go out and get this child and draw them out of the water. So she named him Moses, not knowing that Moses would be the one who would draw out God's people from Egypt. A name. 
God gives us names with specific reasons and intentions and often a prophetic idea in mind. So when we come to Matthew chapter 1, we see Matthew actually working with this a bit in terms of the name here. And he says, his name will be called Jesus. And the name Jesus literally means the Lord saves or Jehovah saves. It's a Greek version of Joshua, Jehovah saves. So Matthew is using a play on name when he says, you will call his name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And he does this often throughout his writing of the gospel of Matthew itself. But today what I want to just touch on real quick, it was out of Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 and 7 where God lays out a clarification of Jesus' name and his job description and his purpose. And we saw that earlier on our opening clip, those you got here at 10 o'clock. And in that particular clip talked about the fact that Jesus would be called Wonderful Counselor. Out of Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, wonderful, amazing, unexplainable. This getting things done guy that I would never thought was possible that it could, but wonderfully it happened and he was the counselor. No more confusion. Custom tailored direction for each person's life. Exactly what I needed to hear. The direction that I needed to go in. And he's mighty God. He's able to rescue us. He pulls us out of trouble and he puts us back together. He is God. He is a theos. No chaos. He is all together and allows us to become that which we were meant to be. He's the everlasting Father, the source of all things, always with us, never forsaken us, never going to leave us. No fear of what he might say or why did you or why didn't you, but a recognition that his desires for us to grab a hold of him and hold on to him and say, Father, I am so sorry. And he forgives us and he takes care of us and he gathers us in. I think of a father, I think of my uh, Christian father the Lord brought into my life. Uh, when I was a bit older, I'd gotten married. Mary and I, in fact, he introduced me to Mary and uh, encouraged me strongly that I should marry her. He said, that's the one for you. I said, really? He said, yes. <laughs> he was very clear in terms of that directive, first in dating her and then, then in the, the need for me to marry her. And I obviously agreed. And some, um, you know, it's been a few years now, honey. How, you know, when did you say? 35, huh? Yeah. See, how quickly that was. <laughs> it's because it was harder on her than it was on me. So she remembers 35. <laughs> 35, honey. Oh, oh, yes, Lord. He was this wonderful guy, George Dorsey. And I still remember our first year of marriage. And we, had, we were going off on a special trip. And we had a car accident. And Mary was in the back seat. She was sleeping. And uh, we hit some black ice, a place called Klamath Falls. And we hit this set of black ice and went off the side of the road and I ran to a tree and the tree was hit right where Mary was at and she had a very bad concussion. She was knocked out instantly. And uh, (laughs) so we spent our first Christmas at a hospital in Klamath Falls. And I remember when uh, when I got to the hospital and they were taking her away and I was so 
I was so filled with this sense of, of failure. How could I have done that? Why was I driving more rapidly than I should have? And I wasn't speeding, but I was, I was trying to go around somebody when I hit the black eyes. Went into a spin and almost got out of it, but not enough. And I was, I was just so frightened and fearful about what I had done. And my wife might have died and she was pregnant with our first child. And um, I looked up and, <laughs> and I said, my dad, Dad Dorsey, and he was standing there. And he was, he's a great big, he's the exact opposite of me. You know, he's like six foot three and about 280 pounds. He was huge. He just, uh, I still remember his hands were so big. And uh, he looked at me and I looked at him and I was like, and I said, I am so sorry. And he grabbed me and held on to me and hugged me and cried with me. He said, oh, I'm so sorry, son. I know it wasn't your fault. I know you didn't mean it. And we cried together and... um a little later, Mary, as we spent Christmas in the hospital, she said, this is the best Christmas I ever had. Anytime she does a test, I say, what's your, what's your favorite Christmas? She's like, oh, the Christmas at Klamath Falls at the hospital. I go, what's that all about? And she said, that was the year that I got over my fear of death. Everlasting Father, who loves us so deeply, Prince, the one who provides and rules over, who always takes care of us of peace. Peace. Shalom. Jesus, the one who provides peace without unresolved conflict. Not without conflict, but without unresolved conflict. That everything that is broken can be and will be fixed. And then lastly, as the writer finishes with us when he says, Emmanuel, which means God with us. He opens the door to be with us. Peace and direction, joy and excitement. God with us. The very essence of God himself, the only Son of God. here to live with us and show us who God was and how God acts and then to deliver us by the specific actions of dying on the cross for us. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. God with us. Each year we uh, light some special candles on Advent Sundays and we have a kind of a first candle of hope about the prophets and faith that often represents uh, the shepherds. And today we're going to light the candle of joy. And that somewhat represents the angels themselves. I bring you good news of great joy because today in the city of David has been born to you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The Regeer family going to come up right now. And they're going to share with us a little special testimony how they have a tradition for their Christmas, one of their favorite Christmas traditions, and then they're going to light the joy candle, and then we're going to take our offering. All right? Wonderful. Well, Trish and I came up here with our kids a couple of years ago. We have two boys, too, who aren't with us because they're getting ready for the Christmas play, but 
uh, and talked about our traditions, and we were just trying to say, well, shouldn't we come up with something different? And you really can't. So uh, if you've heard our Christmas traditions before, they're the same ones. Um, <laughs> But uh, we do every uh, every Christmas Eve. We go to my parents' house and and celebrate Christmas. And we've the last couple of years we've done a tradition where the kids actually act out the uh, the Christmas story, which has been pretty entertaining. Uh, now that they're old enough to do it, and uh, and Christmas morning we spend with uh, after our family we read the Luke chapter two uh, and and open the presents that we have. We spend it with uh, Trisha's with Trisha's folks, my in laws, and. Their uh, Christmas tradition from when, she, you know, for decades has been that they do uh, eggs Benedict, and I am the one who adulterated the family tradition by removing the hollandaise sauce and putting American cheese on my egg and making an egg McMuffin out of the family tradition. So, um, yeah, that's a... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know... We, we were talking this morning about traditions, and of course, like, those specific ones are really nice. But, I, you know, I'm kind of one of those moms that gets intimidated by the perfect mom who does everything perfectly, and you have these great traditions, and, oh, you know, anyway, Pinterest, you know, don't do it. Um, but really, what is the most impor- um, precious to us as a family is just the little things. You know, driving around and looking at the Christmas lights. Being intentional about putting um, Christmas music on and a, a log in the fire. And those things are what my kids, I really think, are going to remember. Because there's a tradition that we didn't do this year, that I just got too busy and didn't do it. And they didn't even notice. Um, but, it, yeah, it's just remembering that Jesus did what he did. is um, And setting aside time to remember that specifically, that God became a baby, um, and just being intentional about remembering that, that's, that's what I really like about Christmas for our family. Mm-hmm. They're going to go ahead and light that candle of joy over there. And while they do that, we're going to ask the ushers to come forward. We're going to share in our offering. And I'm going to read a little verse that we just went through, and it says this out of Isaiah chapter 9, For to us a child is born, and to us a son is given. The government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of his greatness and of his government and peace, there will be no end. Hey, we're going to watch this interesting clip that reminds us of all that Mary went through to bring about to us our Savior. Thank you so much for this opportunity we have today to remind ourselves of all your son gave and of all that he was. This wonderful counselor, Emmanuel, God with us. Lord, as we get an opportunity to hear from these young ones and they're able to sing and to share and to remind us in a very unique way of what took place, help us to take it in, to rejoice in it, and to look forward to all you have to continue to speak to us during this great Christmas season. And we ask that in Jesus' name. Amen.
Goodbye, too. Hello? Hey there. How's it going? Great. Uh, I think you're in the wrong box. Yeah, this box is for Christmas ornaments. No, I'm in the right box. I think I'm new. The Watsons got me last summer on their trip to Hawaii. Oh, I see. Do you play a tune? A tune? Yeah, like a Christmas carol or something? Well, not really. Should I? Nothing except... Except what? We were, well, I was wondering, what exactly do you have to do with Christmas? Oh, where I come from, we have Christmas. Beautiful Christmas, in fact. Palm trees, sunshine, the ocean. The ocean? Yes. Let me teach you something about Christmas in the islands of Hawaii. This is how we wish you a Merry Christmas. Mele Kalikimaka. This is how we wish you a Merry Christmas. Mele Kalikimaka. We wish you Malu. Peace. We give Makana gifts. We sing Kani Kani Pela. That's Jingle Bells. What do you call angel in the islands? Angel is Anela. What do you call a star in the islands? A star is called Hoku. What is snowman in your language? 
English? Well, I don't know. In Hawaii, there's no snow. Oh. This, this is how we wish you a Merry Christmas. Try it. Mele, kalikimaka. This is how we wish you a Merry Christmas. Mele, kalikimaka. We wish you mahu peace. We give makana gifts. We sing kani kani pela. That's jingle bells. Mahalo. But I still don't think you belong at the Christmas tree. Why not? Well, just cause. Because why? Because, well, we're all about Christmas. Well, Christmas is all about us. I still don't get it. Let me explain. Angela here is an angel. Yeah. Now, we all know that there were lots of angels on the first Christmas. The one in Bethlehem, which leads us to... Me. I'm Ben. That truth God Bethlehem. I bet you'll agree that I'm not only part of the history of the first Christmas in Bethlehem, but I'm quite shiny. You simply glow, my friend. Thanks, Frost Man. Oh, and this is Frosty Snowman. I don't really need to explain what he has to do with Christmas. No, I've heard a lot about you all. And Frosty, I love your song. Thanks. So? So, do you have a name? A uh, name? Well, not really. In Hawaii, ornaments are called wehi. Really? Too hard to say. Yeah, that yeah, that doesn't sound merry at all. Okay, well then you could call me a souvenir. Souvenir? Yeah, that's very Christmassy. Yeah, I've heard lots of Christmas carols with the word souvenir. A little town of souvenirs, there we see the light. God rest ye merry souvenirs, let nothing you dismay. Hey, I'm standing right here. Ornaments have feelings, you know. That's just it. You're not even a true Christmas ornament. And too, I've got a wire loop down my back and everything. Yeah, but you're not a true Christmas ornament. You're not even wintry. No, you're just from the wrong season. Hey, maybe if you put on earmuffs. Maybe I can lend you my scarf.
need earmuffs or a scarf to have a place on this tree. I mean, they want to put me on display. You know that for a fact? Absolutely. I remind the, the Watsons about something fun and exciting in their lives. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was a part of a fun and happy celebration. What kind of celebration? The Watsons' 20th anniversary. Really? I didn't know they'd been married for 20 years. Yeah, they celebrated and had a really nice trip to Hawaii. Didn't even know, didn't even know they were gone. Well, maybe I ought to get to know the Watsons a little instead of hanging around on their tree once a year trying to look Christmassy. Well, you know, I guess. Since I've been here, I found out that there are ornaments made by the Watson children. Did you all know that? Yeah, we knew that. They usually go on the back of the tree. <laughs> yeah, and I shouldn't be spreading gossip, but some of them haven't made it out of the box in years. Oh, really? Yeah. The Watson kids are almost grown and they won't even notice anyways. That's sad. Just a part of the gig, Hula Girl. Some make it, some don't. Hey, I haven't heard that a few ornaments get accidentally thrown out with the tree each year. Yeah, those from the back. <laughs> so... That's horrible. It happens. That could happen to you, you know. Frosty, just trying to keep it real here. You mean, you mean I could get left in the box, or... Or thrown out with the trash. Oh, no. Hey, Frosty, you're looking a little thin on one side. Let's go see if we can find some extra snow in the box. Yeah, we'll fix it right up. Oh, really? Thanks. Okay, then. I'll be right over here. What a way to start my first Christmas.
you down? What? Who are you? The name's Tex. I'm part of the not-so-Christmassy ornament collection. You mean there are others like me? Are you kidding? There's lots of us. Souvenir ornaments? Yep, and some of them that traditional types don't think we belong. Yeah, maybe we don't. I don't go jumping to conclusions. What? We're part of this family just as much as them the other guys, and just as important. Really? Yep, and some of our people come from far-off places. I do. I come from Hawaii. There you go. The Watsons got me a dude ranch to visit with their kid. And the rest of our kind come from all over. Cool. Hey, want to meet the rest of the souvenirs? Sure. Hey, guys, come out meet the new girl. Meet Ninja. He's from Japan. And there's Ballerina. She's from New York. <laughs> and the Red Power Ranger. He's from Florida. Just as important as you. He does, huh? Yeah, well, he has the right to be wrong. Hey, now, hold on there, Buggaroos. We don't take count of your mouthing off like that. Especially right here in front of the new hula girl. So you really think you're better than us? As good as. Hey, wait a minute, guys. I didn't mean to start an argument. Hey, cowpoke dude, step across this line. Who, me? You're good, snowman. Hey, why don't all of you step across this line? I Excuse me, hello. Do you think you guys could maybe keep it down a little out here? We're trying to get the baby to sleep, and we could use a little help. Oh, I'm sorry, Buckaroo. Yeah, we didn't know. Did you say baby? Why, yes, he's a newborn, and he needs his sleep. A newborn? Yeah, we're trying to stay warm in that stable over there. And a manger, well, as you all know, is no crib for a bed. A stable? A manger? Your name won't be Mary, would it? Why, yes, it is. Ben, Angela, you know this girl? We know, we know all about this person. She's probably the first princess in Bethlehem, just like us. So what are you doing here, Mary? Are you, are you a souvenir or a real ornament? Hey, now hold on there, Missy. Yeah, let's not start that again. Well, the truth is, I'm really not an ornament at all. You see, my family and I will sit on the mantle this year in a special place. Your family? Why, yes. My husband and I, we recently had a son. Well, actually, it's God's son. God's son, huh? Cool. Sounds downright interesting. <laughs> Can you tell us about this baby? Can you tell us the whole story? Yeah, the only parts we know about are about the stars. And angels. 
I'd be right behind you if you'd tell us. Sure. It all started many years ago when prophets heard from God that he was going to send his son to save the world. appeared to me and told me that I would give birth to the one that was promised. Months later, there was a new law that said we all had to go to our hometowns to pay taxes. So Joseph and I left our home in Nazareth and made the long trip. we got there, I had the baby. We named him Jesus, just as the angel had told us to do. That night, angels appeared to a group of shepherds, keeping sheep on the hillside. told the shepherds to come see the Savior for themselves. followed a star that led them to us, and they worshipped Jesus, the Christ child.
that's how it happens. Cool, cool. awesome, wow. So is that why we're all here? What do you mean by that, Frosty? Savior's birth is why we even have Christmas, right, Mary? Well, yeah, that's right. It's really a birthday party for Jesus. But I still get it. Why such a big deal for a little baby, even if he was God's son? Well, Jesus doesn't stay a baby, and we don't stay in a barn forever. Later, Jesus will change the whole world. Can you tell us about that story? Well, sure. We can't very well talk about how he came without talking about why he came. Now can we? To tell us whose we are He came to trade us light for dark He came to mend our broken hearts That we might come to Him He came to be a friend to all He came to show the love of God He came to give His life for us that we might come to Him, that we might come to Him. Oh, come, let us adore 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 Him, Christ the did, Frosty. And last year, he changed the Watsons, too. How? How? Well, they got new hearts. New what? New hearts. In fact, totally new lives. Can 
Can you do that? Oh, is it like getting a paint touch-up or a new wire hanger? No, it's nothing they did on the outside. They first believed that Jesus was real and that he really did die for them. And then they asked God to make them new on the inside. Did this new faith change everything about the Watsons? Why, yes. Even their marriage? Especially their marriage, Ben. Is that why they went to Hawaii to celebrate their anniversary? Well, that was part of it. After they welcomed God into their lives, they celebrated 20 years together. They even renewed their vows while they were on the island. That's like a second wedding. It's so romantic. I hate to ask, but... Does this mean we won't be needed this year? That we won't be coming out of the box? Yeah, what about us old guys? Will we have a place in their new lives? The great thing about their new lives is that it'll make everything special again, including all of you. But... But what? But, well, Jesus will have first place. As it should be. As it should be. The nativity, the manger, the stable, everything will serve as a reminder that the Savior, born in Bethlehem, was born to save them. That's how their lives will be from now on, all about the Savior. Miss cool. Um, Mary, does, do you think, if it's all right with you, that we could see the baby? Let me go check with Joseph. Why don't you guys stay here, and I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Okay, we'll wait. So, Frosty? Yeah, Hulu Girl? Looks like we're kind of on equal ground now, huh? Yes, it does. We're all special in the new life of the Watson family. I reckon that's true. Put it on, Angela. Sure, Tex. I think I'm going to cry. Group hug. Thank you. 
Christmas, not just because we get out of school and get presents, but because it's your birthday. Thank you for coming to the earth so that we could get to know you, our Heavenly Father, better, and so that you could give your life for us. This year, help us to remember to celebrate you in everything else we do. I love you, Jesus. Happy birthday. Amen.
end of our Christmas program. And can we give them one more round of applause?